relish, chutney, hollandaise, or HB. Things are about to get saucy. You naughty little monkeys, you. It's Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. So Alex Dyson, producer Brian admits something to me on our uh, pre-show meeting. What? What happened? Get on, get on, get on the mic, Bron. Hello. Now, you sent me a message saying, hey, look, we've chosen the three reviewers for Sweet FA, something that I'm trying to keep very under wraps, okay? I don't want it to get out there. So I sent you the link, and what did you say this morning? Said I had a cheeky little watch. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. All right. Is that for your eyes, Bron? Look, you sent me the link personally to my email. It's not going to go beyond me. I won't super spread this. Well, so. well, Bron has to make sure that what she's sending to our <laughs> listeners is appropriate. And so it's her job to make sure that that's fine, Matt. What did, what did you think? What are you, how much did you watch? I watched about 15 minutes. Okay. How are, we fe- how are you feeling about it? Were you running late for something you had to leave or you got <laughs> disgusted and turned it off after 15? I did fall asleep. <laughs> oh, my God, All right, this, this is the movie Matt uh, made in his just early 20s with a few friends in Brisbane. Um, we are getting that review. That is happening next week. Yes. So we'll wait for that one. Uh, today on the show, it's a very, very big one. Not only are we ch- chatting to incredible chef Alice Zaslavsky about her new book about cooking veggies, not only are we checking in with uh, Michelle and Zara, Zara from Shameless in a moment, but I also got to inspect ahead of the auctions this weekend the properties up for sale on the block Ooh, 2020. you got a bit of a, a exclu. I like it. I'm very excited to hear about what they got going. All Day Breakfast giving you the exclu uh, happening. But yes, it's going to be a big weekend, Matt O'Con, not least of which the Australian Podcast Awards are on. We are lucky enough to be nominated in two categories against our arch nemesis or our podcast sisters. Yeah, I mean, you know, we, we always have a little bit of sibling rivalry with Michelle and Zara, so we're going to have a big chat with them. It's also the next president of the United States' 78th birthday today, so we might find out how Joe Biden will be celebrating. It's a big old show, and hope you're well on this Friday. I'm Alex, that's Matt, and this is All Day Breakfast. Everyone ready? Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Matt and Alex, All Day Breakfast. And now, Matt O'Kine, it is a very, very big weekend because the Australian Podcast Awards are being dished out. Your boys are nominated for two. Moment of the year, Matt O'Kine, talking about Black Lives Matter and Entertainment Podcast of the Year uh, for Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. It's not going to be a walk in the park, mate. Oh, it certainly won't be, um, which is all we've been doing in Melbourne these days. But We might not even get through the park. We are up. Right? <laughs> Because there's a lot of there'll be a lot of obstacles just stopping us on our waltz through to collect the the glory. One of the biggest uh, two people who have won at these awards before it is Michelle and Zara from the Shameless Podcast, our podcast sisters who join us right now. Hello, guys. Hello. I can't believe we're all here so civilly, given it's such a big weekend ahead. Well, oh. just wait till the trash talk begins because <laughs> this is I'm ready. I haven't, I haven't told you guys, have I? I'm presenting moment of the year. So oh. maybe if the rivalry gets really hot, I'll just kind of <laughs> ring the results and make sure you don't win. Wait, or do you know the results? Do you Academy know? Awards. Yeah, we know. I do. Yeah, I do. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm talking about like it's going to be on Saturday Night Live. I already know who's won that We award. know. But my lips are sealed. Oh, my, lips my are sealed. God. What, you don't get if the envelope you... and open it on the night? <laughs> no. <laughs> 
It's not as sexy when it's all pre-done, is it? <laughs> Goodness um, me. Well, look, I'm assuming that we have won that one, but let's not worry about that. <laughs> well, we're we not against you with that one. We, didn't, we almost didn't see, see you here, Michelle. You had issues. Before we logged on, about two minutes before we logged on, my partner was hurrying out of our home office and he grabbed his laptop and then dropped the laptop on my laptop and now my screen is shattered. So I'm seeing uh, you guys through like a like a wall of purple distortion. You look great, but I'm seeing hardly any of you. Oh, no. Uh, is it making my hair look all curly? Is that what, you, <laughs> is that what the <laughs> cracked screen is doing? That's that's super, super weird. And but off air, Zara said, did you get mad at him? Because um, you, you said, Zara, that you would. I, I think d- I, have, I have a short fuse. I didn't I not get mad. Too. Actually, I did get mad. I think on the like spectrum, I was very far on the mad end. <laughs> Only because I was rushing. I hate being late, Zara, and I are not late people. Mm. And I was looking at the clock being like, I don't have time for a broken laptop screen. We're just going to have to make this work. So I ushered him out of the room. I'm sure he's being very sheepish in our lounge room <laughs> trying to figure out how to fix it all. But here we are. Uh, the worst thing is if I, like with in my relationship, right, if my partner were to, if I were to drop my laptop on my partner's laptop and it smashed, she would get extremely angry with me. But then if she dropped her laptop on my laptop and it broke, if I even started to get angry, she'd get angry at me for getting angry at her because it was obviously a mistake. You know what I do? If it's so angry true. At me, I'd just cry. I would cry. I would cry like, too. Did you get angry at me. This was a mistake. <laughs> I would exactly. cry out of guilt, and then so they'd feel no, so bad. So there's nothing we can do. Well, I, I, the guy can't win no matter what happens. Oh, men are so oppressed. <laughs> well, I know, right? <laughs> well, I, my partner dropped my laptop one time, but it was taking my backpack out of the car. And the it I'd been using it, and it was in the side, the back zip, but the zip was open. So she sort of flung Ooh. the bag out, and it flung out the side. But it was that oh, I should have zipped it up. Yeah. Whereas <laughs> the laptop went out onto the ground. So w- what would you do in that yeah. situation, Michelle? I think I'm going to be angry no matter what. I think it's my laptop. I'm <laughs> it's just irrational. Yeah. Where actually, this is a good one. My parents were away together. I think they were backpacking in like Wilson's prom or something. And my dad had an iPad ready to take photos, but my mum Why do parents always take photos on iPads? I know, but my mum stashed too many bottles of wine in the (laughs) backpack that when they pulled it out, the iPad had smashed. Oh, Oh. no. At least they they had wine to console themselves with. Um, Condolences, console, whatever. Hey, um, (laughs) this has actually been the most lighthearted, humorous Beef chat that we've okay, so we've got a we got a serious up a bit, all right? Yeah, serious we, up a bit. We did re- receive a message from Shameless going, care to make this interesting? Because <laughs> there are there needs to be a winner this week, but the loser should not just have have the shame of losing the award to the other team. You need there needs to be some sort of punishment as well. We think. What did what did you guys have in mind? Um, well, here's the thing. First of all, before we get to our punishment, we need to establish the rules because it's not just a winner and then a bunch of losers. There's like a bronze, silver, gold medal system. I know this is as there? one of the people who got to read out the winner of your category, guys. Um, so one of us could either not place, one of us could place bronze and another one could place gold. I think we just need to presume or assume hopefully one of us at least places. It'll be incredibly <laughs> awkward if we don't Wait, even place. Do you what? know the results of us? Yes. Say, like, the, what, what about best entertainment? No, we don't know that. No, 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 no. I only read out the results for best moment. Well, oh, what if yeah. best moment had a different system to best entertainment? Like we're I all just don't feel like it will. 
I feel like every category has a gold. God, silver, it's like bronze. the podcast Olympics. Yeah. I know. yeah. <laughs> Do they play the national anthem for each podcast? <laughs> what would be I'm, your your podcast's anthem if you if you had one? Uh, something really basic, bitch, Zara, like a Taylor Swift song. Probably Taylor yeah. Swift, all too well, or Justin Bieber. <laughs> <laughs> How what would guys? be what would be ours? Sandstorm. Oh, yeah, Imagine <laughs> up on the on the gold medal dais, hand on heart, and and Darude playing. Oh man, that would be great stuff. All right. Well, what is what is your challenge? If if you place ahead of us in this, what do we have to do? Well, Michelle and I have different ideas about this. I think that you should get a tattoo. Oh, <laughs> Shameless. Oh, oh wait. Yeah. All right. Michelle I said I was like this big. I Michelle said I was kidding myself. Clean skin. I've never I've never gotten a uh, tattoo. Do you guys have tattoos? No, that's what, when Zara suggested this, I'm like, that's way too high. So my ball game is that you guys will kind of get a bit spooked by that. We're not going to go for that. And then we'll inevitably go for my punishment. Okay. My punishment is that you guys have to get your belly buttons pierced. No, one person What the hell is wrong? Guys. We cut this zoom off. This is, (laughs) we've very, we've misjudged this a long way. Goodness me. <laughs> now, nah, to be honest, we're just spitting fire. We have no idea. How about you put stuff down and right. then we'll kind of, you know, meet you at your we level. We can negotiate. We're right. open to negotiation. All right, let's, let's negotiate. Let's negotiate here. Okay, um, I've been running some online exercise classes named Zumba, okay, for, oh, for yes. people where I come up with a dance and and uh, the people follow along at home in their uh, living rooms or backyards. If we beat you this weekend in Best Entertainment Podcast, Michelle and Zara from Shameless, I would like you to be backup dancers for me for one song in <laughs> I'm not kidding. I would rather get a piercing or a tattoo than be a backup <laughs> dancer. Pierce my belly button. I get Matt and Alex on my wrist. That is my, that is my worst nightmare, guys. My worst nightmare is having to dance in front of people. I'm like an awkward praying mantis. I can't are. do it. We both are. Okay. Um, so we're on the same level then, it would seem. Well, you'd, you'd be on the, you know, yeah, you'd be in the shared Zoom. Um <laughs> We can do Doing this, you, Michelle. Would you send the? Do you you give you give the guidelines, right? You you I you could give either the direct you, or you could come in for the free dance part of the uh, part of the lesson. Oh, the free no. dance. <laughs> this makes him want to die. <laughs> then do we? Are we rejigging our um, bet, Michelle? We haven't really had a combo about this. We're a bit fast and loose. Are you guys rejecting our offer of a belly button piercing? I'm not piercing One of you has any... to get it, though. You can scissors, paper, rock. <laughs> Only one of you has to get it. <laughs> no, I think when it comes to uh, body modifications, uh, I think Matt and Alex draw the line. We're a very wholesome podcast. <laughs> Wait, all the guy breakfast. with the perm and the mo. <laughs> like, come on. It only Turn lasts it three up, months. Mate. <laughs> Ooh, okay, Zara, what else do we want them to do? No, no, no I'm lost now. Maybe they just have to um, write and sing us a song. All right, deal. Yeah, that's actually, will... okay, great. If we win, you guys have to write and sing us a new podcast jingle that we will use yes. till the end of the year. Oh, wait, nice. Wait, I that think that's you losing both. both. Yeah, wait, actually, <laughs> that is a punishment for us. We'll sing you a, gra- a, a song of uh, an, ex- an acceptance song that we, we accept our loss, that you yep. guys are better than us. Yeah, we'll, um, we'll give you an answer that you're the best. Yeah. There you okay. go. And what happens if both of us lose? <laughs> We quit. Both of us lose, we both have to do it. (laughs) Oh, yeah. If we both lose, they're both happening. Yeah. Okay. okay, Fair (laughs) enough. And that's, and by lose, we mean we don't place, or is there, what is there? Like, yeah. If we both don't place, because if one of us gets silver or bronze, Mm. then they beat the other one. That's a win. All right. Cool. Mm. All right. Great. Excellent. All right. Well, the last big song we collabed on, um, a musical massacre, Kiss from a Sandstorm with Matt O'Kine singing (laughs) Seal, uh, got. 
currently on half a million views on YouTube. So you could be on with a hit <laughs> on your hands. We really might be. Zara we can Michelle. go viral, guys. That's it. All right. Well, it's on the line. We're going to be finding out on Saturday. So Monday's podcast, we will see whether uh, Michelle and Zara from Shameless will be dancing for your entertainment or whether Matt and Alex will admit to feet. That sounds a bit wrong. It sounded like you were trying to get through <laughs> That's college. That's not good. <laughs> okay, sorry. It will not be entertaining. It will be grotesque. Uh, it will be grotesque gyrating. Uh, but if not, we're going to admit defeat via song and, uh, yeah, abdicate to you that you are indeed the best and we'll uh, give you a brand new anthem to uh, be able to bring out whenever you need. We love it. <laughs> We love it. Who knows if we'll use it? Deal. Done deal. <laughs> Very excited. Awesome. Thanks, Michelle and Zara. See you soon. Thanks, Thanks guys. guys. Good luck. Yeah. Coffee? Yeah, coffee. A seventh coffee never hurt anyone. Oh, I feel a buzz. Well, you called it, Matt O'Kine, the incoming president, the president-elect of the United States, Mr. Joe Biden. It is his birthday today. Uh, 78 years young. <laughs> Old, old Joe, who is actually older today than Donald Trump. He's older than Barack Obama. He's older than George W. Bush is now. And he's older than Bill Clinton is today as well. He's uh, the oldest president America's ever had. Hey, AJ, nothing but a number, bro. Yeah. I mean, if, if you still got it at 78, then you, then you get it. You know <laughs> what I mean? I mean, me personally... I can't get off the couch without groaning. So I don't think that I could be running uh, in one of the most powerful countries in the world. But if Joe can, then Joe should. Yep. He's uh, putting together his team. He's trying to uh, to sit in the chair. Let's hope Donald uh, moves his tush to um, to let it happen. But um, it's interesting to see what would happen at a um, as a pre- presidential birthday party, Matt O'Kine, for an incoming, incoming uh, well, president-elect. I mean, Zac Efron had his birthday recently in uh, in Byron Bay. People were were really getting in there. You know, there was there were some big names dropping by to wish Zac a, a happy birthday. Was our you know? was our friend Chris Hemsworth there? I can't remember if Chris was. I think Kyle Sandilands was there. <laughs> really? Um, yeah, I think so. I mean, you know, famous people how always does, have how does, people what, up there. in Byron. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> so, I'll just so, Google so, it now. Birthday. <laughs> You really, you really get on the phone to Kyle? For, oh, do you know who is the know. life of the party? <laughs> I think he was there. Yeah, look, he was there. Wait, I've seen producer, a photo of him. Producer Bron's got a hand up. Bron back in the game. It was was Kyle there? He was there. I think they were neighbours when he lived in America. Oh, oh there you go. Pat oh. Rafter was there. <laughs> this is the most <laughs> random guest for... What, what is you, this? Just because you didn't get an invite, mate, doesn't mean that... Well, Pat I didn't Rafter, get one, but... It seems like the least expected people would turn up. Was Philippoussis there? Did the, did, did the poo get an invite? <laughs> I wouldn't expect either of those people to get it, to be invited to Zach. But also, Zach has just moved to Australia. You, you know, yeah. he wouldn't have heaps of friends. I know, here. You would. You would cast the net very wide, wouldn't you? Well, so, so yeah. So I mean, imagine how wide Joe Biden. I mean, Joe Biden's just moving to Washington D.C. You mm. know, he's gonna have to. Uh, he's gonna have to. Cast wide. Oh no, he was in. He was in vice president. He'd have old mates to come out of the bloody, uh, bloody woodwork to give him a celebration. And look, he has because Matt. I'm very, very happy to let you know that, you know, as with all presidential events, a briefing schedule does get released to the media. And in fact, we've got it a little bit early, a little Matt and Alex exclusive as to 
the schedule for today's birthday celebrations for President-elect Joe Biden. Starting off, he's going to be opening his presents, of course, and Hillary Clinton. That was very nice. And gave Joe a nice pack of aviator cleaning supplies. Keep those sunnies nice and reflective. Um, <clears throat> for a morning snack, they'll be eating uh, fairy bread. And Donald Trump will claim that his bread was made not with hundreds and thousands, but with hundreds and millions. And they were all very supportive of him. Next up, every birthday party needs some games and the attendees will be playing musical chairs. Uh, unfortunately, Bernie Sanders will ruin it by insisting everyone has a chair. At lunchtime, um, someone from the Clinton campaign will drop over some catering from the DC pizzeria Comet Ping Pong, along with some other very <laughs> high powerful government people. I, sorry, what, what's the joke there? You, you never heard of Pizzagate? No. You, know, you, you never heard of Pizzagate? Watergate? No. Oh, Ron, is that the QAnon me? thing? Ah, <laughs> oh, gotcha, gotcha. I don't, I don't use those websites. <laughs> Matokai's conspiracy theories. <laughs> you dirty dog. And up next, it's time to make America cake again. That's right. Joe is being gifted the most delicious dessert of all for his birthday. A huge. Black Vote Forest Cake. Uh, let's hope after taking his slice, he returns the flavour. We wish Joe Biden a massive happy birthday. <laughs> <laughs> now let's blow out the candles and let's get on with the show. That's it. You are with Alex Dyson and Pete Evans on All Day Breakfast. Order up. Just how you like it. Perfect. I smell toast. Matt O'Kine, I do have somewhat of a confession to make. I'm all here. Um, what what do, what do priests say in that little box? <laughs> um, they say like, tell me your, tell me your sins, my lamb. <laughs> yeah. My little, my little lamb. <laughs> um, you've, probably, you've probably noticed the signs around about 7.30, 7, 7 o'clock on a Sunday. I, I disappear, you know, for about an hour, hour and a half. Like, mm-hmm. where, where's Dyson gone? And um, it's because I'm, um, I, I'm a blockaholic. Um, <laughs> Mate, you have been a massive blockhead for a very long time. <laughs> me, me and Woods, uh, since starting our relationship, have have enjoyed watching Australia's favourite renovating show. Um, we so much so that we started on Nine Now, catch it up, go back through the years. We've gone through the block to gone, you know, we've gone through the glass house. And bro, I too am affected by the home renovation bug. You know how much Selling Houses Australia I've watched. It is true. You know, we haven't watched it. And to the point where at one day you said, we should go for that one time. And so for the last three years, uh, Woods and I have auditioned for uh, the block. And we didn't get on. We did get a call back last year. It was close. 
um, didn't make it on, which is why we watched this season with such uh, close <clears throat> eagle eyes. You know, I don't know what's more pathetic, me auditioning for Australian Idol once when I was 18. <laughs> <laughs> and then getting the hint. <laughs> Of me launching back in every time. Um, look, it's actually it's something like we've we we're comfortable with the fact that we'll probably never get on this show, okay? But it's interesting because the audition process obviously they want to get the best people, and so they give you these long list of questions. What are you? What are your strengths and weaknesses? What is your partner's mm. strengths and weaknesses? What friction is? And it's actually quite a it's a good conversation to have once a year with your partner about what things annoy you. What's the been the worst time in your relationship? What's been the best time in your relationship? It's like so, counselling. Is that's what you're yeah. saying? Instead of going to counselling, you mm. should go for a block audition. Absolutely. Okay. And so I would I recommend it to all couples. Okay. You know, also, there are other more professional avenues to go, but it's a good start. It's a good start. And I'm very excited for 7 O'Block this Sunday because the auctions are happening, right? Um, and imagine my absolute excitement when we got the call. I think they'd heard us talking about the block before on the show. And um, they said, Oi, Daiso, do you want to come down for the open for inspections this week on the block? Five houses, each from a different time period, we walk through. We're looking at what Harry and Tash made, okay? We're looking at what George and Sarah have come up with out in the garden, the winning garden. You know, we've got um, Jimmy and Tam were there. We got to speak to Jimmy and Tam. Do you know what it is? You've you've wanted to be them for three years. (laughs) They're now offering you a chance to look at what the other people got to do. It's like going... (laughs) Do you want to go out with me? And the person saying, uh, no, but you're invited to my wedding with someone better. <laughs> Why did you come and see our magical day? This could have been you, but it wasn't. Well, look, it didn't feel like that because the houses, when you got in front of them, they were super impressive. All right. What do you say to the TV? It was just incredible to be standing in there. We have thought about going down before. It's always been too crowded, right? Because mm. absolutely everyone goes through it. It's incredible to see. But um, we were lucky enough to go along. And so we were turning up at these places, and it's quite funny because watching it on television, Matt, um, particularly Woods, is very like, oh, why are they putting that there? I could have painted that better. That's a, that's such a weird decision to have in your alfresco area. They didn't put in a dining table. Oh, are they mad? And then you get there and you go, oh, no, these places are very impressive. <laughs> well, I always imagine that they like, like, are they pretty unfinished? Are they rushed? Like, I'd imagine all the finishings would be a little bit, you know, scratchy or well, I'd heard undone. those, you know, I'd heard those stories before, but being inside them, I'd looked for those things, couldn't see them at all because, you know, coming up to the auctions, you know, Keith... The, uh, the blockinator wanders around, puts your little blue dots everywhere, and so they have to fix everything up to make them, you know, ready oh. to go for these. Because they're potentially going for $4 million right this year out in Brighton. So and were you so, going for a look to buy or a look to <laughs> snoop? <laughs> I was, there was one point where I'm like, uh, when the producer walked out of the room and I said to Woods, all right, I'm going to go hide in this child's tent. They're going to lock up and I'm going to start squatting here because this place <laughs> is it's the only way I'm going to be able to live in a place like this. But anyway... We went along. Here's just a small section of how it went. After thinking, you know, we'd be able to pick up on all these, you know, weird decisions that we could have made better. This is actually what it sounded like. Whoa. Wow. Goodness gracious. It's so beautiful. Unbelievable. It's very, very good. This looks delightful. It's genius. It's just brilliant. They're magnificent. Oh, Oh, wowzers. Very nice. That's so clever. The functionality is through the roof. Yeah, that's epic. Oh, this is a sick room. This is so incredible. They've nailed this. Oh, it's so good. In a word. Perfect. 
<laughs> you loved it. It genuinely you was quite breathtaking. Loved it. Oh my god! <laughs> and I so know, I didn't expect you to fall in love with the with the places. So we were going to leave pla- your name with the real estate agent just in case. Well, they're only allowed. Um, I think they were saying they're only allowed ten people at the auction, right? But three of them have to be camera people, and so there's seven Ooh. buyers there. But they have set up a, a Zoom so people can zoom in and hopefully put on some winning bids if need be. It's happening this Sunday on the television. Uh, Woods and I will be tuning in, but we thought for those of you who are like us have to sit at Blockaholics Anonymous, we'd put up a very special pre-auction episode of Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Instead of Matt and Alex, it's Woods and Alex, and it's a little very block open for inspection spectacular because the, the crowds can't go down this year, Matt. Well, Hughesy, is he going to make it? Is he going to go past? Who knows? He wasn't he driving past when they were doing <laughs> doing it one year, and he just goes, "Oh, maybe I'll have a look," and ended up buying one of them. That'd be nice, wouldn't it? Um, so anyway, a very special all day breakfast episode. Woods and Alex go to inspect the blockhouses. You'll get to hear how it all went down, and our interview with Jimmy and Tam as well. We ran into George and Sarah and had a chat to them. And she, um, Shana. Shana she's long there. gone, hasn't she's long gone, hasn't she? she she'll probably be sniffing around on auction day. Uh, but we'll see. We'll have to wait and see. It's happening on the weekend. But that was very nice. We got to go through and we've got a, an episode for you on Saturday tomorrow if you'd like to have a listen. Matt, you're welcome to join us if you like. Yeah, no, I haven't touched the block for a few years. Thanks. <laughs> three, three years clean. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Fair call, mate. Fair call. Alex Dyson, our next guest on Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast is one of Australia's uh, top culinary correspondents. Uh, you might have first introdu- been introduced to uh, this guest on MasterChef. She's since gone on to just do incredible things. Uh, contributed regularly to The Age and the Sydney Morning Herald's Good Food Guides. Uh, you might have heard her on ABC News Breakfast regularly, or you might have seen her on the cooking show that I used to co-host with her, Shortcuts to Glory. That's where we met. It is Alice Sislavsky, who has an incredible new book called Impraise of Veg. Hello, Alice. Oh, holding up the book into the Zoom. It's looking great, Alice. You must be pretty stoked. Thank you. I am stoked. Um, I am extremely proud of this book. Um, Almost as proud as I am of, of Australia's most underrated cooking show, Shortcuts to Glory. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yes, thank you. It is on SBS Food right now and ABC and no. uh, I still look at uh, look at the book at home quite regularly. Well, let's be honest. How things. is Matt to, to cook with? How is Matt in the kitchen, Alice? You worked alongside him for that show. Is yeah. he any good? I thought Matt um, showed promise. I was a teacher before. I was <laughs> oh, <actually>. my God. <laughs> that's that's like time. when I won the most improved award in year 12 soccer. I was like, I mean, I shouldn't be, I should already be good. <laughs> Yeah, he was an enthusiastic <laughs> student. <laughs> hey, 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 we're talking about your book now, though. This is In Praise of Veg. This is, I would say, this is the Bible of veg, vegetable cooking. This is your go-to, the only thing you need to learn about cooking veggies, about dealing with fruit and veg, well, veg. What do you, uh, I mean, how did this all start? Where did the love of veg come from? I've always had a love of veg and I didn't realise that I was in a minority until I got a little bit older and I started working in the food literacy space. I started doing a bunch of, you know, projects to help kids fall in love with veg. And I kind of realised that I had a gift, you know, I'd been gifted this experience growing up of 
knowing what to do with vegetables, of having enjoyed eating them always. And I had something to share that hopefully I could kind of, you know, convey it through my words and through my own enthusiasm that people could you know, pick up what I'm putting down. And they are. <laughs> That's excellent. Did, when you were doing MasterChef and stuff, were you forced to use more meat than you were comfortable with? Like, are you a vegetarian yourself? No, I'm not vego. Right. I actually, I reckon, so my family would be probably 80, 20, 80 veg, 20, you know, meat and fish. Mm-hmm. Um, and more and more we find ourselves just having full plant-based meals and not even realizing and then going, oh, there you go. Um, but when I was on MasterChef, I kind of, you know how they try and put you into a little pigeonhole? Like that one's the one with the nonna. That oh. one's the one that could be <laughs> the dessert that's guy. The dude food yeah. guy. Exactly. That's the, yeah. I never had a niche. You know, I think I was the one with the glasses. That's not really a food niche. <laughs> so, <laughs> so when it came to looking back on my experience, my most successful dishes were definitely the vegetable driven ones. Like I cooked a squid ink an artichoke gnocchi for Massimo Bottura in Italy. That's a, oh. the bougiest sentence alive. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that was amazing with like a bitter lemon emulsion. That was awesome. I did another artichoke dish for Antonio Carluccio, who's like the godfather of Italian cooking, particularly Italian vegetable cooking. Um, and then, you know, cooking stuff for people like Rick Stein. I think I did a, a Moroccan-inspired dish for him. Jamie Oliver came on our season and I cooked off against him with a like a platter of antipasto. And, and that was, um, I mean, you only get that experience once in your yeah. life. But yeah, because you're so stressed most of the time. You don't really <laughs> take a step back and go, this is amazing. You're just like holding on for dear life like a roller coaster. <laughs> Um, Alex and I have both written books. We understand that it's it's a long journey. It takes a long time and it's a lot of hard work. And a cookbook must be a completely different beast. You've got 150, more than 150 recipes in this book. And, you know, I guess whenever we talk to musicians and bands, you know, when they're comprising an album of 15 songs or whatever, they there's always like one song that is just, that might just do their head in, you know, that they just cannot get right. What was the one recipe that was just not working or just you'd struggled with? Yeah, there's a few like that. Obviously having over 150, it really, you know, picking just the one that did my head in is hard. It's kind of like having three <laughs> albums in one, let's say. But if I had to pick one, I'm I'm actually, um, we're careening towards a reprint and I'm going to sneak a few edits in here and there. So I'm reworking a few of my dishes. Oh, uh, I know. Just, no, not, not, not heaps. But oh, just a bit of, St- of Steven Spielberg, George Lucas coming in. Uh, just <laughs> a little bit of is it just <laughs> changing, changing a teaspoon into a tablespoon here and that Stuff sort of like thing. That. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. But, you know, I had a, an even worse thing happen, like the most rookie mistake. I was filming a video for my chocolate beetroot brownie and I thought I'd be a real hero and crack the egg into the food processor live. And I cracked the egg into the food processor and in goes half the eggshell. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Hate that. There's no yeah. taking that back. No, and I said to my husband, Nick, uh, don't worry, it's fine. It's, I'll fix it. I'll just bzz, bzz. And I thought that I could because I first I tried to take it out. Wouldn't work. So then I thought I could blitz it for a long enough that the eggshell would no longer be like. Oh, my God. Pulp. <laughs> Incorrect. Incorrect assumption. But then Nick said, no, we've wasted so much time cooking this. We're just going to bake it anyway. It'll be fine. Honestly, one of the worst things I've ever eaten. It was kind of like most of the bite was this is so great. I love it. And then every now and then, shell grit. (laughs) 
Oh, yeah. Sandy grit. Oh, no. Goodness yeah. me. It's like Russian roulette with a brownie. Oh, man. Yeah. Well, I mean, luckily, I got 149 other recipes which you'd be able to uh, make really well. But, 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 what, what did you find? What do you find is an underrated veg to use oh, in cooking, Alice? So many. Celery comes to mind. I think people think of celery as a pretty empty vegetable that you kind of just, you know, unless you're on a celery diet, in which case you're just completely missing the point of vegetables in general, you know, just stick to one. Um, but I think celery, adding celery to any kind of casserole or stew or soup gives it a really gorgeous, earthy, you know, groundedness and, and fills the flavour. Um, same goes for things like fennel. I reckon fennel's mm. pretty underrated considering there's so many, you know, fennel's had a bit of a perm on top. And that's pretty. <laughs> <laughs> well, I love, oh, you know, yeah, I love that. Was, was you know, perm. I love it. You know what always bringing surprises it back, me? 2021, perm and fennel. I'm just going to put it out there, Alex Dyson. When Matt O'Kine posted that you had had a perm, I was so looking forward to seeing your fro. I would say it's more of a tussle. Yeah. <laughs> is it? It's, it is. You slept on it weirdly. That's all. That's what it Must is. Di- they asked for the nana. They said, give me the nana. <laughs> oh, no. It's still got some solid wave to it. But, I mean, speaking yeah. of veggies, I'm always amazed by how quickly asparagus goes through you. Like, it happened to me. <laughs> It happened to me yesterday. <laughs> Literally, like... Is this what we're talking about? One of Australia's best <laughs> vegetarian chefs coming on and you, that's Let's your go. question? Well, I just, I'm always, like, it happened. I just, I was, like, an hour after I'd eaten and I was like, oh, my God. That, <laughs> how does it even get through me that quickly? Hey, but here's the thing. That is a gift. Not everybody, first of all, mm. not everybody gets asparagus weed and then not everybody can smell asparagus weed. So if you can smell oh. it and you get it, then you are... A chosen one. You I'm are anointed. I'm superhuman. You are. Oh, my God. I didn't realise I was a superhero. Amazing what my powers can do to fix um, to fix crime. But, um, <laughs> hey, somehow, um, what did you learn? What did you learn writing, writing a, a, a all-veg, 150-recipe, 450-page cookbook? Yeah, I should say as well, it's not all vegetarian. Like there's actually meat and fish in here as well. So, you know, um, it's probably one of the only veg-driven books that's got a big fat burger in it. Um, oh. It's a good burger. Oh, nice. Burger. Um, but what I learned more than anything is that this is a book that's not about saying eat less meat or eat less fish. It's just saying eat more veg and you'll just naturally eat less of the other stuff mm-hmm. anyway. But but don't eat it because it's good for you. Don't eat it because it's healthy or any of the stuff that you've been told in the past. Eat it because vegetables are inexpensive and they can be the most delicious thing on your plate. And I learned so much. You know, my favourite part of this book, I reckon, for me and probably for you is the vegetable matrix because you go into it and it's like a spreadsheet. It's like boom, boom, boom. You, you've got 15 minutes, you've got beans, this is what you can do. And I was going into that, even when I didn't have the hard copy of the book, into my Dropbox link, like squinting <laughs> into my phone <laughs> to, look at it. to try and find my very own, you know, my own timings because that stuff leaves your mind palace pretty quickly. But to have it down on paper... And in the so, middle so of handy. it, Keanu Reeves dodging Brussels sprouts just flying yeah. at him <laughs> in the uh, vegetable matrix. All right, on that note, I think we better let you go, Alice. Thank you so much for joining us. In Praise of Veg is the book that you need to help get veggies at the centre of your dish. Uh, it's very, very exciting stuff, Alice. And we thank you so much for having a chat about it to us on All Day Breakfast. You are most welcome. I'll speak to you again, I hope. See Probably you soon, about- Alice. Oh. More perm chat. Goodbye. <laughs> <Thank you. laughs> Bye.
all-day breakfast with a cup of tea with a tea bag stuck in it. Mm-mm. Well, that brings us to the end of another Matt and Alex all-day breakfast. And we want to say thanks again to Alice Zlowski for releasing such an incredible book in praise of veg. Please check it out wherever you get your books. Um, and uh, also a shout-out to Michelle and Zara from the Shameless Podcast. We are competing in the same categories at the Australian Podcast Awards. Tomorrow it all goes down, but all that aside... Uh, it's been a pleasure, you know, making potties alongside them this year. And thank you for listening to us and supporting us along the way. So it doesn't matter if we win or lose, uh, we want to thank you so much. Yeah, it's the moment of the year category that's uh, best entertainment podcast. And who knows, Matt, you have been very kind and voted for us in the uh, People's Choice Awards. So maybe we'll get the, the trifecta. Who knows? It is a big weekend. Not the least of which as well, Matokine, the block auctions happening. And if you are interested in that, you want to get your fix pre-blockion, uh, Alex Dyson and Woods hosting some open for inspections. I a very special like, episode of All Day Breakfast uh, dropping tomorrow. I can't even talk about the block this month. I feel like I'm cheating on Andrew Winter, honestly. <laughs> uh, shout out to you, Andrew and Charlie. My heart is still with you guys. All right. Well, I, lo- I love what you do. Well, we thought uh, it's something to leave you with today. Given Woods, incredible musician, if we went on there, we would be absolutely inexperienced and not have a clue what we're doing. All right. But we might be able to do something that has happened in the block's past before, and that is post-season of the block, use some, some momentum. Woods, a musician, right? Already put out songs. But back in season one, one of the contestants, Amity Dry, released a big single post-block because she really wanted to be a singer. You've got that sweet momentum. And today on All Day Breakfast, we're going to leave you with a little bit of Amity Dry and The Light. Song, is it a song about someone who does up a lighthouse? Like, do they, do they sell the lighthouse? <laughs> no, but how good an episode of Great Designs would that be? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> or is it just the, is this, is this the Round the Twist theme song cover or what? That's it. The all-day breakfast kitchen is closed. Got a story we need to hear? All the links are at mattandalex.com.au.